Hi there, Alana here and welcome. I hope it's been a great day, a great week for you so far and that you are really enjoying the creative process wherever you are in whatever book you're working on. I'm gonna to talk today about a marketing topic that is really important. So often when we talk about marketing books, we talk about the power of a series. We talk about things like how to increase the read-through rate between books one and two of your series. We talk about how to calculate the value of your whole series. So when you sell a copy of book one, you know exactly how much money you're gonna make because you know exactly how many people are going on to buy book two and so on. But there's also marketing that we need to talk about when you're just doing standalone books, right? Not everybody wants to write a series, not everybody has a series. And so let's talk about some of the specific um, do's and don'ts and struggles of marketing a standalone as opposed to just a series. So one of the biggest struggles with a standalone is you just have less money to lose on ads. So your ads needs to do more. Like I've got one series where if I sell a book one in that series, I'm getting over $10 by the time people go and buy the, the whole series. When you've just got one book, especially if that's like a $2.99 standalone, it's really hard to make your money back even harder if you're doing like a 99 cent where you're getting a smaller royalty rate. So a few things to keep in mind for standalones. In a lot of ways, the marketing is going to be very similar in terms of you want to talk about the reading experience. You want to explain to readers what they're going to get out of it. You don't want to have your sales page just be a summary. So all of the things that are good tactics for marketing book one in your series, those are going to be good tactics for marketing a standalone. The difference is for at least when we're talking about paid ads is that you just have less wiggle room to work with, right? And then another really big question for standalone is what do you put in your back matter? If you're talking about a series, it makes total sense. And in the back matter of book one is a link to go buy book two. And maybe you're going to also include a sneak peek or something for a standalone for the back matter. You have a couple different options. If you've got a book in a similar genre, that would make sense to be the book in your back matter. Like some of my most recent suspense full like novels have been standalones and not series and their back matter points to each other, right? So I think right now I've got maybe three suspense standalones. The back of one of those points to another one, the back of another, you know, that second book points to that. So in that case, I kind of treat it like a series where each book is just going to point readers to one of the other standalone suspense books. If all you've got is one book, then a really good thing to have in your back matter is going to be a sign up for your newsletter or something like that so that you can stay in touch with those readers after they have finished your book. They're going to want more from you. And so having them join your email list is a really good way to kind of catch them while they're still really, really interested in what you're writing. So another thing you can think about, assuming you've got more than one standalone novel, is your reader map. And what you do is you ask yourself, where are most people entering into your books? Are they are most people starting with your cozy mystery and then going on to read your whodunit mystery and then reading your romantic suspense? So even if you're writing standalones, if they're all in one genre, it's a little easier. But even if they're slightly different genres, 
what is for every single book, think about what is the most logical book that you've written that someone who loved book A will want to go and be their next book. All right. So when you finish a standalone, if you don't have a book two or it's not going to ever have a book two, um, if you have more books that you want to advertise and you don't want to just put the newsletter sign up in the back of your book, ask yourself, what's the most logical book that if people really liked this book, what's the book that I've got, even if it's a standalone, that's the best connection to that. And then have that be where you point them and just recognize, yes, yeah, some people are going to go in different orders. Some people are going to read, you know, book three before they read book one. That's totally fine. There's actually a benefit in standalone because for series, you do get more money in general. Um, here's a here's a very informal anecdotal rule of thumb for a series. You can expect and hope for maybe 35 to 45 percent of people to go buy book one who buy book one to go and buy book two. And that number is going to be way higher for page reads, like well over 50 or 60 percent of people should go and borrow the next book if it's in KU. Right. Um, for standalones, for one standalone pointing to another standalone, an okay number to use in your calculations is about 15%. So it's lower, but that still means that people are going to finish one of your books and go on to read something else that you've written. And this can kind of turn into where standalones actually have a tiny bit of advantage or maybe even a significant advantage over a series. For a series, assuming it's a consecutive series, you read book one first and it follows one protagonist kind of thing or one storyline. Um, in almost every case, you're going to focus your marketing energy on getting people into book one. And then the rest of the marketing happens organically. If you can buy ads to sell them book one, you don't need to worry about marketing any of the other books. But then what happens if something weird happens, people get tired of seeing your ads for book one or genre shifts change or genre tr trends change and shift, then what happens, right? Then you're kind of stuck. Like if you've got a nine book series and all of a sudden your ads for book one just kind of aren't working very well anymore. There's not, it's not like you can just start advertising book two and be just as effective, right? But with standalones, you can market each individual standalone. And so um, that was a very deliberate choice that I made once I wrapped up my really long and kind of signature nine book series. I do have a couple other series that do so well also, but I made a deliberate point to focus on some standalones, not only because I needed a creative break and didn't want to commit to like another nine books with the same set of characters, but also because I wanted books that I could market as soon as they were published and market them with as much energy as I put into um, marketing a whole series. I hope that makes sense. I feel like um, that's the biggest benefit of having standalones is you can market any of them at any time. Um, and again, the harder part being you get less money when people do buy it, but go ahead and keep that 15% rule in mind when you're trying to figure out how much you can spend on marketing a standalone. So if you have a $3.99 standalone, plus you've got like four or five other books or more, you can probably afford to spend like 3 dollars 
not worry about, yeah, it's going to look like you've lost 30% because of the royalty cut that Amazon takes. Probably you'll make that back. Again, it's not a perfect science or a perfect calculation, but just keep that in mind. About 15% of people who read your standalone, if they like it, they're going to go and read a similar standalone. And so in that case, it works a little bit like a series, even though, you know, it's not, not going to be quite the same read through as a series where you'd hope to see, you know, like two or three times that number of people going on to read. So that's what I have to say about marketing your single titles. And I hope that was really helpful. And I hope that wherever you are right now, that you are safe and healthy and well taken care of. And we'll talk to you later. This is Alana and you have been listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. I hope today's episode was encouraging and informative for you to help you level up in your author career. If you want more ongoing support for your marketing, your productivity, and your mindset, please join me and New York Times bestselling author and my teaching bestie, Melissa Storm, in our Patreon Writing Cave We've got daily videos, we've got live group chats and sprints and everything you need to increase both your marketing and your productivity for your books. You can find out more and join us starting at the $10 a month level at patreon.com slash writing cave. Thanks again for listening. Have a fabulous day.